Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Daily Grind. My name is Kelly Johnson, your fun and friendly host. We're in episode 36 of season three, the very best one yet. We have a special guest on today's podcast. I'll keep the introduction short. We'd like to welcome to the show, John Schramm. John is an IT support expert, serial entrepreneur, and founder of The Purple Guys. The Purple Guys is a tech support company that is in the Midwest and Southwest premier provider of IT support services. The Purple Guys is a fast-growing business that has helped hundreds of companies grow by solving their IT problems and providing them with stress-free, bulletproof tech support. So welcome to the show, John. Happy to be here, excited. Yes, glad to have you on The Daily Grind. Our listeners are beyond excited to learn more about your story. So yes, let's get the ball rolling here. Can you briefly introduce yourself and what you do on your daily grind? Uh, well, I am, as you said, I, I actually like to describe myself as an unintentional serial entrepreneur, uh, meaning that I don't pick partners well, but I do start business as well. So I've had a lot of fun in my career. Latest iteration is the Purple Guys. Been doing this for 20 plus years now. Uh, started this business in 2001. And what do we do? We help over 600 small and mid-sized businesses with their IT stuff. Uh, and that generally means uh, something with an on-off switch and a screen. Uh, we run the help desk for those 600 plus companies across the uh, Midwest and Southeast. Uh, it's it's fun most days, uh, but it's it's got its moments, that's for sure. Yes. Oh, definitely. Yeah, you have quite the grind going on. Like I mentioned in the intro, we're excited to dive in the interview, just learn what you do day to day. Just kind of talking about IT support, uh, a lot of big topics underneath that in general, uh, cybersecurity, work from home security. Can you tell us more about your experience yeah. in these areas? Uh, the biggest thing, and pretty much everybody's now dealt with this, is you know working remotely. It used to be a luxury, and it was a, a little bit of an, an odd thing if you worked mostly remotely. Now it's kind of the norm. So along with working remotely comes staying safe remotely. And everybody at this point has at least has had one friend, if it's not them themselves, that's been hacked or attempted to be hacked, whether it's your identity stolen or some portion of the data, your company got locked up, or you've been impacted by one of the hundreds and hundreds of major data breaches that's, that's impacted large corporations. Uh, all of that is important to know kind of what's going on in the landscape and stay safe. And that's one of the things that we help people do online. Uh, and when you're at home, it, it's just the same. You're you're not really a needle in a haystack anymore. Everybody's online and everybody's a target, which is unfortunately the state of the world. Uh, so, so making sure you're aware of what not to click on and there's no way to be perfect with that. So having a multiple layered approach to staying safe online, having good antivirus, changing your password, which yes, that's a pain, uh, but you do have to change your passwords. Uh, you should use two different types of authentication, which is, you know, that thumbprint swipe on some uh, devices or facial recognition on your phone. All those things are a second factor in addition to a password. So every application, every device you have, you should try to set up the two factors. 
Um, those are just some of the basic things. And then just educate yourself on what's going on out there that, you know, the Nigerian prince that used to send you a message. Uh, I actually got one of those like three months ago and I wanted to print it off and frame it because I'm like, this is a throwback. But, uh, you know, we're, we're uh, starting to approach tax season and uh, the IRS does not send out free refunds. Just getting everybody a heads up on that. Um, but that one works every tax season. It will capture somebody that, oh, I'll just enter my uh, social security number and I'll, I'll get my refund faster. I'm like, no, the IRS never, ever does anything proactively to send you a refund. Uh, so don't respond to that. <laughs> yeah, those are great examples. Uh, I can just uh, just follow along what you've been mentioning before our daily grinders experience. Uh, just do you think with technology improving, you know, going from talking uh, just via audio communication to video communication, us using like Zoom or a video call, that has really kind of added some obviously benefits uh, to communica communication style, but then again, too, um, challenges from the security side as well. Yes, uh, it, it seems like the pace, even though everybody's kind of work from home, you would think that would have a little bit more of a laid back approach. It's not, it seems to have accelerated. So everything is really hurry up, People expect an instant response. One of the other things we see quite often uh, is you'll get that urgent message from your CEO to go buy some gift cards and then send them the, uh, the account numbers on the cards. Like your CEO is not gonna do that. Uh, but we have seen people respond to a CEO request to actually do a money transfer uh, and do a wire transfer. It's happened. And, you know, just like if you were in an office in the past, if you got something that seemed weird, you'd probably, you know, get up out of your chair, walk down the hallway, knock on the person's door and say, do you really want me to do this? Uh, do the same thing, even though you're not in, in the same room and everybody's remote, you know, chat message them, actually call them, uh, verify those things, because uh, the bad guys know that everybody's in a hurry. Uh, it's insanely easy to, to social engineer an org chart. Now, with all of the different platforms that are out there, you can figure out what time of the month your payroll gets processed and you pay your bills uh, by just basically kind of lurking out on social media and checking things out on LinkedIn. So being aware of how your company works and it, it's changed because people are remote now and they don't see each other face to face, but you've got to just take that little extra step, take a breath, uh, don't change your bank account and routing number just because the CEO sent you an urgent message that they're heading out on vacation and they need to have this done right now. But those things work, which is why you will still get those kind of messages. Mm -hmm. Yeah, really well said. John, just speaking on behalf of just like the work from home setting, I'm still dealing with that as well. I know a lot of other people out there in the U.S. and even abroad, too, just with the different situations in your area. But, yeah, just speaking of, I think a lot of the transition over the past couple of years is going to be from that hybrid, that hybrid uh, workforce model. So can you tell us more about um, your work in this this uh, space as well? Uh, well we've, we've helped a ton of people get set up to work effectively remotely. And um, there's a ton of different platforms, whether you're using Google Hangouts, Microsoft Teams, um, Zoom, there's so many different platforms and just making sure you've got the, the right technology in place to keep those communication channels open is important. And then I would, and it's what we tell everybody, I mean, you, you've still got to set boundaries. You can't be on 24 seven. Uh, the techn technical platforms are, are on 24 seven, but you gotta unplug. Uh, and actually take a lunch break 
take some time, get outside, breathe some fresh air, uh, and maybe even go into the office every once in a while if you still have an office. So you know, getting into that routine, making sure that you've got the tools uh, to work effectively remotely. And something as simple as having an external monitor attached to your laptop and a real keyboard attached to your laptop, because ergonomics is a thing. And having a comfortable chair to sit in, having the monitor at the right height, all of that really matters if you're going to be in front of this device for any length of time. So making sure you've got those things set up uh, to be effective and to work effectively is important. Yeah, just having the ideal like work from home space. You hit the nail on the head too. I was just talking to another friend the other day about just your desk chair. The amount of hours you sit in a desk, like I try to, you know, convert to the stand-up desk every once in a while or get up and yeah. walk around. But it's like imagine the number of hours you work in a day times that, how many days a week times that per month and year. It just adds all up and you think to yourself like, wow, I need to take care of my body. Uh, yeah. And it, it comes first when you, at, at work in any, in, in any environment. Yeah, it's, a, it's important uh, just, just to remember it, it's your environment. And you know, not everybody has the, an entire set spare room that they can allocate as you know, a home office. Um, so making sure you communicate that to your, your boss if, if it's an issue. And you know, for the small businesses we deal with, it's one of the things we've helped create that checklist of, you know, this is the kind of stuff you need to make sure your employees have access to basics of a fast connection and decent technology, but it's also that environment itself. Um, and especially, you know, thank goodness most schools are back in session and in person, but when you were trying to do school at home and work from home and share a, you, you know, your spare, spare room or your dining room with your spouse, who's also trying to do the same thing, uh, it got a little crazy for several months. <laughs> Yes, I think they can speak for a lot of daily grinders too in today's episode, which is the my challenges that we come uh, just facing the unknown or just with the, the time period of how long you're working uh, remotely from or in the office or having to transition to whether it's a, uh, we have a lot of daily grinders that are tuning in today's episode that are, you know, current college students or recent grads and they're trying to navigate mm -hmm. the, the career path they want to go into. So they probably have more transitions they have to make. Um, whether it's, you know, switching to a different company or relocating or any of the above. So, yeah, just speaking on behalf of, you know, moving to those hybrid workforce, uh, workforce management, you know, off settings, ex office settings, et cetera. Like, how has that changed the need for, like, IT support as a whole? Or do you want to provide, like, maybe an example? I would, would say that it actually made IT support even more important. Mm -hmm. Where it... It used to be fairly simple. We would take care of a 20-person organization or a 60-person organization, and most of those people would be inside the four walls of one building. So they're all using the same internet connection. They're all using the same firewall. They're all generally using the same office setup. So supporting that company for us was relatively straightforward and standard. Now you take those 40 or 60 people and send them all home. And now you've got 40 or 60 completely separate environments, completely different internet connections, a whole new set of variables that have to be supported. Uh, and they all still have to get the same job done. So you've still got the same demands of the job, but with all of the new variables. And if you've ever had, you know, struggled to figure out which remote you're supposed to use to turn on your television, uh, versus the volume, which I, you know, most people have been there. 
it, it, it gets even worse when you're trying to figure out, all right, which platform and which monitor and how come my microphone's not working today, it worked yesterday. There's all a new, new set of variables working from home. Uh, and you mentioned kind of this, the college students and that, mm -hmm. uh, and this doesn't really just apply to college students, but just interviewing for positions now is completely different than it used to be. Most initial interviews now are going to be remote. They're going to be over Zoom. They're going to be over Teams. And, and how do you make sure you're set up correctly to, to look your best and do your best in that environment as well? And there's companies I know we deal with that they have hired people remotely. They've never seen them physically in person. They filled out all their paperwork remotely and they're now plugged in and they're part of the team, but they've never physically been in the office with anybody else from the company. So it's, it is definitely a different world now. Yeah, really well said, John. And even too, or do you expect like trends moving forward, even, uh, you know, post pandemic, do you foresee us, you know, utilizing the cloud or, you know, the different network infrastructures, th uh, things of that, do you still see it like, you know, increasing at a pretty rapid pace? Do you think it's going to level off for a brief moment? Is this going to set the, the bar or expectations in terms of communication and technology? I think this is here to stay. Uh, I think there will be some return to seeing each other in person, face to face uh, at some point. And, and I think some people have already returned to that, but I don't know of anybody that doesn't now have a flexible policy of, here's the number of days you can work remotely. It, it's just the new norm. Uh, and just just something as simple as the cost of office space. If you can cut out a big chunk of your fixed cost on office space uh, as a small business, that's a huge thing to do from a cash flow perspective. So, and especially when most of your staff wants to have that flexibility anyway, I, I think it, I think it's here to stay. I think it is a now a permanent flex hybrid kind of a work environment. And the technology's got to keep up with it, and the businesses have just got to figure out how to make sure that that's part of their benefits package, if you will. Like, make sure you've supplied people not with just a laptop, but with a laptop and an extra monitor and a keyboard, and maybe even buy them an office chair, uh, which they, they may pull the office chair up to their uh, dining room table, uh, but uh, you want them comfortable uh, in when they're supposed to be working. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, going back to our main point in terms of how how many hours we work, and making sure to have those those uh, essential breaks as needed. But yeah, going back to just having that um, you know business mindset. You know, our we talk to entrepreneurs and uh, small business owners and daily grinders with side hustles that are looking to level up uh, and go full time with their their gig or whatnot. But just it's speaking in terms of businesses protecting from like online threats or what are like some of the biggest threats in this ever changing like cyber security landscape uh the biggest threats is is still going to be stuff that gets in through email so again the nigerian prince is a silly example but it worked for a little while and the irs one really does work every single tax season and you don't know what you don't know uh the bad guys are getting more and more sophisticated with what they will send uh they're really good at making something look like it came from a legit place. Uh, so when in doubt, don't click, pick up the phone, actually speak to someone and educate your, your staff. Like there, there's a ton of different options out there. No before is like the 800 pound gorilla in the space that does security awareness training. 
sign up for something like that. It's not that expensive. And if you can catch one or two of these things and not have somebody click, it's your, your staff is both your first and last line of defense. So you want to make sure they're educated as, as best they can be. And then nothing's perfect. People make mistakes. You want to make sure you've got some sort of a good solid antivirus in place. You got to make sure you, you've got some kind of monitoring going on uh, and you can go you know, to the high end, which is kind of what we do. We monitor things 24 seven. We actually have eyes on a screen. We watch firewall logs. We look for weird, they're called impossible connections. So, you know, if I'm sitting here in Kansas right now and I'm logged into my email and someone's monitoring our network and they see me, see me log in from Spain, mm -hmm. they're like, well, wait a minute. He can't be logged in in Kansas and in Spain at the same time. That's an impossible login. Now with the world of technology, someone can steal my credentials and log in from Spain. Uh, so one of us is not legit. Uh, and if someone's not actually paying attention and seeing that, you know, the bad actor could be logged in, piggybacking off of my stuff for some period of time uh, and, and eventually get access to info they're not supposed to have access to. So, but if you're monitoring for that, which some of that stuff can be automated and some of it requires eyes on the screen, it will just help keep you safe. Mm -hmm. So there's, there's a ton of stuff that, that that's called a security operations center mm -hmm. or a SOC is that type of a service. And for some small businesses, it's cost prohibitive, mm -hmm. uh, for others it's, it's essential. So if you're in a licensed industry, so financial services, banking, medical, it's kind of a requirement to do stuff like that, but it's just, just knowing what's out there and, and making sure you're aware of what's going on. Yes, that kind of leads me to my next question, John. For our new entrepreneurs, our startup founders that you know have just started their business within the past year, what do you, when do you think is like the right time for them to to hire an IT support company to work with? It depends on your scale. I would say it, it's it's hand in hand with using technology. You got to have somebody to lean on, whether whether it's your your sister's brother's cousin who uh, knows knows more about computers than you do, or it's someone that's actually doing it professionally, uh, you, you need to just ask the questions. Uh, I'm also a huge fan of peer groups. So I know there's startup groups for you know brand new businesses. There's groups for people that are, you know, have been in business three or four years. I look for peer groups where you can bounce ideas off of others. Uh, it, it can get very lonely at the top. The top is just you one as a solopreneur. It's it's great to have another group, you know, a group of solopreneurs that you can at least bounce things off of because you're going through the same stuff. Uh, so having that peer group that you can lean on um, and then specific to technology, you know, there's a ton of stuff you can do when you're in the bootstrap mode uh, and, and that's self-help and don't skip over the defaults. So when it says, you know, set up your, you know, second factor, don't do it later. Do it the first time, uh, even though it's going to take time. And I would say of all of the things I've talked about, having two factors of authentication to every single platform, so every device, every platform, every piece of software, have a second form of authentication that has to happen. That will get you 99.9% .9 of the way there and ahead of most people. Because if you're just using an ID and a password, and that gets hacked, they've got all the keys they need. Uh, but if there's that second factor that you've got to get a code on your phone or some other way, they're going to log in and you're going to get this weird alert on your phone that says, hey, someone's trying to get into your email, you know, type in the code. You're like, well, that's not me. Well, you know, somebody's trying to get in. 
so you can protect yourself just by following that basic rule uh, on every one of your platforms and devices. Well, yeah, really well said. And even too, coming from like, if you're a business owner, like you have that two-factor authentication for like your phone or your personal devices, like it it's pretty should be pretty easy to do the same thing to set that for your business as well. Yes. Or I hope so. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing, don't use the same password all over the place. And a lot of people still do because it's easy. <laughs> and security done well generally is a little bit of a pain in the rear. It just is. Mm -hmm. uh, but you need to use different passwords for different things. So don't have your Panera gift card account be the same as logging into your business software. Uh, and I say that knowing that even some of our customers still do that. <laughs> uh, so, you know, it's our, our job to try to keep them safe. Uh, and we do, and we monitor the heck out of everything, but it still blows me away. There, there are still people who out there who use the word password as their password. Uh, I think it is still one of the top three passwords in use is the word password. Uh, it's not a good one, by the way. It's so even if you put zeros instead of O's, uh, it's still not a good password. Easy one to identify for sure for those Nigerian princes out there. But yeah, just speaking of uh, speaking of your business, the Purple Guys, you, you help uh, a lot of great uh, businesses and customers with their, their IT support needs and everything. What uh, differentiates your business itself from other competitors in the industry? The number one thing I would say that sets Purple Guys apart there's there's the focus on the person and not the technology. That's the first thing. You know, our, our goal is to take care of the person using the technology. Uh, and a lot of time, uh, if I'm being completely honest, it's not a technical issue. It's a how-to issue. So we hire people that have customer service skills first and technical skills second. Uh, they still do need to have technical skills, but they also need to be able to talk to people in plain English and explain to them how to use the technology that they've invested in. Um, so we, we spend a lot of time and effort focusing on the customer service aspect of what we do. Because at our core, we are a service business that happens to deal with technology. We deal with people all day long. Uh, so hiring technically uh, proficient folks that can help uh, from a customer service perspective is huge. That's the first thing uh, I would say that sets us apart is, is just that mindset and that focus on the people. And the second thing is we've achieved a certain scale. So we're, we're 180 plus employees now, and we've got a, a pretty broad uh, and big, deep pool of people that are ready and waiting to answer calls. So having a deep help desk uh, is really the key to us doing our job well. Because uh, when you've got a technical issue, you don't want to wait, you know, two days for somebody to call you back. You really want to talk to somebody right then. So in general, we're able to resolve issues same day, usually within a few hours in the same day uh, when our when our clients call in. So our, our, our scale and our ability to respond is one, and then our, our focus on customer service is second. Oh, that's, that's great. Yeah, just... Hit, hit on all those those touch points, you know, safe and secure, rapid response, friendly support, a lot of great uh, features and benefits, obviously working with uh, the purple guys. And, and can you talk about too, like how do you manage, uh, I believe if we've done our research correctly with my team here, 97.5% customer satisfaction rate. <laughs> uh, well, you, you, you get what you measure. Uh, what gets measured gets done. 
uh, and we measure customer satisfaction. So every time there's an interaction with our team, a survey goes out. Now they don't all get filled out, but we, we get about 20, I think it's a 22% response rate, which is pretty good mm -hmm. uh, for a survey. And it's, it's a simple survey. It's just, you click on a smiley face. It's either a flat line face, a frowny face or a smiley face. Uh, and then there's a chance to type in comments. So, you know, for us, it's getting that regular feedback, uh, reinforcing the good job. And I will tell you, before we implemented the kind of the smiley faces, it was a more generic survey and we got way less uh, interaction with it. And what happened when we went to the smiley faces is apparently people just like to click on faces and we got a lot higher response rate, but it also helped reinforce the good job that we were doing because prior to that, most of the surveys that was at least the ones that were bubbling up to me were bad. And now we've got way more good ones than bad ones that come in. Um, so it's just a matter of measuring it, being consistent with it. And, you know, we're people, we are going to make mistakes. Uh, I tell anybody that's a, a new prospect when we're sitting out of talk, if anybody promises, tries to promise you that they're going to do everything right every, every time, like there's literally no way because people are involved. And so we, we learn from our mistakes and we move on. And some of them are, are very in-depth training opportunities. Uh, and some, most of them are just, you know, minor things of, Hey, what'd you learn? What do you do different next time? Uh, and you just reinforce the good behavior and can continue that cycle. Yeah. That's great to hear. Uh, just speaking of smiley faces, can you share like a recent success story or key, key milestone? The purple guys. I'll share a recent, uh, security success story. Mm -hmm. So we actually had one of those impossible logins company here in Kansas city. And we saw that they logged in from Portugal. And as far as we knew, they were not traveling to Portugal. Now we called them, couldn't get them on the phone. And we're like, well, pretty sure they're not in Portugal. So we shut their, their email account off. And the phone rings like three minutes later and says, hey, I'm having a problem with my email. I can't get in my email. We're like, glad you called. Making sure you're not in Portugal. Well, no, I'm not in Portugal. Uh, and uh, we said, well, that's why your account is locked. We locked it because we were pretty sure you couldn't be both in, in town and in Portugal. Uh, so they thanked us. Their boss happened to be walking by at the same time. He's like, did you figure out what's going on with your email? And she was like, yeah, it's the purple guys. They shut it off because they saw somebody logged in overseas. And he's like, that's what we pay him for. So that was a, a big win for our security folks because they saw it and they responded and got it locked down. Uh, and a big win for our main point of contact because she was happy that there was a nothing really wrong with her uh, her account uh, and we were able to get it restored and change the credentials and her boss was happy because he's like all right that's why we pay these guys so it was a, a win all the way around nice yeah glad to glad to hear you. thanks for sharing the celebrating the wins here on the daily grind today's episode as always yeah just in general john what what about your business resonates with you I love the people, the, the process of helping people and building things. So I'm really not much of a tech guy and my kids will attest to that. They're always very disappointed when I can't fix the home Wi-Fi. I'm like, did you turn it on and off again? That's about all I got. Uh, but as far as this business, I, I, the small business is the engine that drives the, the U.S. economy. I am firmly convinced of that. Uh, and it is fascinating to me how many different ways and niches there are uh, for businesses to operate and thrive. 
and being part of, you know, being able to support that in this country is, is awesome. And when we do our jobs well, uh, I, I say this at our staff meetings is, you know, there's literally tens of thousands of people who are going to have a better day. They're going to get stuff done. They're going to be more productive. Their companies are going to do better. They're going to be in a better mood. And right now, at least most of the time, they're actually still working at home. So we're positively impacting them where they live. Uh, and when we do that well, the entire community is, is better off. So that's, that's the stuff that gets me pumped about this is we're, we're helping small business to thrive. Uh, and, and giving them access to tools that, you know, large companies are usually only able to afford. So mm-hmm. it's a lot of fun. Uh, I love seeing it grow. And, uh, you know, we're now in, we're in Kansas City, St. Louis, Shreveport, Louisiana, New Orleans, Louisiana. And just recently we acquired a company in Austin, uh, Texas with us with an office in Dallas. So we are growing rapidly and uh, able to help more and more people. Oh, that's great. That's great to hear, John. Just uh, expanding the outreach and the amount of the number of customers, uh, businesses that you work with. Again, uh, supporting those. I try to support local and small businesses when I can and have the opportunity to. And it starts a lot from th- these tech problems. You know, having that solution that you mentioned with the security uh, before with that success story, like that yeah. played an integral part in their overall business and able to to operate on a daily basis. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's great. So just speaking in terms of uh, some of those like popular problems that you solve with your clients, you mentioned the one with the, the one from Portugal. Is there a trend in like with the countries that um, different security threats happen or is that just kind of randomly? Or? Uh, they're all over the place, but I will tell you, there's some serious state actors uh, that get involved. Uh, and again, this is back to the, it just is a bummer that this is the state of the world, but anybody with a presence on the internet is a potential target. And I would tell you that, you know, six, seven years ago, you, it, in order to be a bad guy in the technical space, you, you had to be pretty sophisticated and know what the heck you were doing. Uh, in the last two to three years, you don't have, you just have to have a bad attitude and a couple hundred dollars because the, the malware and the, you know, the, the cyber criminal software that is out there is basically shrink-wrapped now. For a couple hundred bucks, you can buy malware in a box and point it wherever you want to point it. Uh, so you don't have to be even remotely technically savvy to be a bad guy in the technical space anymore. You can, you can just basically hire it out and outsource it. And there's companies that do this as a service. It is, it is hacking as a service, it's malware as a service, it's, it's annoying, but it's part of the world. And, you know, that's, that's why it's important to, everybody's a target, unfortunately. And so just making sure you try to stay safe and, you know, the stuff that we can do to help people stay safe is, is as important now as it ever has been. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really well said. And it's just important to, again, change your password, make those simple tips and tricks like you mentioned earlier on on the episode to, um, you know, one small action can help you prevent or minimize the risk of all this stuff mm-hmm. coming about and affecting your own daily grind. So, yeah, just speaking of yeah. your, your daily grind here, in your future grind, what do you hope to accomplish in this field going forward? I would love to continue to see Purple Guys grow, and, and, and we are. Uh, we're if there's anybody out there that's got a, a thriving technical 
support business and uh, you're kind of reaching that point in your career where you're maybe thinking of of transitioning out, we, we are very much in the market for uh, buying companies like yours. So uh, any, anywhere from the Midwest to the South, Southeast, uh, that's kind of the geography. So for, for me, just continuing our growth, being able to help more people uh, and see this business grow is uh, what's exciting to me. That's awesome. Yeah. As we say on the podcast, keep up the grind here. Uh, yeah. So speaking of our podcast is called The Daily Grind. What does The Daily Grind mean to you? Uh, I would say the daily grind to me, I have, I've had a successful daily grind. If I, if I know I've positively impacted at least one person, uh, whether it's somebody that's, you know, in, inside the four walls of purple guys, or it's somebody outside that I know I've been able to kind of either make their day a little bit better or a little easier. Um, so it's just, it's the little things day by day, just repeating them to, that I, I see as the positive part of my grind. I like that. I like that phrase, just one person, impact one person out there. And you can, you know, it's just like easy as sharing a smile. It impacts so many people and yeah. hopefully a snowball effect and, and all the above. So that's awesome. So John, in closing here, we talked about your daily schedule. You have quite the grind going on at Purple Grise. What is on your daily grind on the radar, you know, for later 2022? 2022, we hope to do at least two more, if not three more acquisitions. As I mentioned, we just grew in Texas uh, and uh, we're looking at a couple other markets. Uh, so getting a couple more acquisitions under our belt and continuing to grow there and then uh, growing our team. We are uh, continuing to help a lot more people, you know, figuring out how to best onboard new markets and new uh, new team members is is part of the what we want to get really really good at in 2022. Mm -hmm. Oh, how exciting! Yeah, uh, daily grinders tuning in. We'll definitely put a link to where to find Purple Guys to if you're interested in working on their team, their growing team. That's it's super exciting yes. mm -hmm, to share on the yes. pod here. Speaking of your story, very inspirational here, John. Do you have a word to motivate our listeners out there, or a quote or a saying? My word for the year, and anybody that hasn't, there's actually, it's called word of the year. If you Google it, I uh, highly recommend doing it. It's something I've done for a long time. My word of the year is connect. Uh, it's, you know, for, for 2022, for me, it's all about connecting with what I'm really good at, uh, which I'm not good at everything. And as I mentioned, I'm really not that good at technology, uh, but I'm really good at connecting the dots and helping people solve problems. So uh, my, my word of the year is connect. And it means a lot of different things to me, but uh, mostly about connecting people with uh, solutions that can help them, uh, whether that's the technical stuff that the Purple Guys does or just making a, a business connection uh, for a friend. You know, so it's connect is my word of the year. Wonderful. Yeah, I think that fits perfectly with today's episode. Your story will encompasses uh, the connector. I love it. So last but not least, John, if our listeners have questions, comments, you know, want to get in touch with you, want to, you know, learn more about the Purple Guys, uh, you know, apply for a job. How can I do so? Easiest way, purpleguys.com. So purple, just like it's spelled, G-U-I-S.com. We're also Purple Guys on LinkedIn. We do have an Instagram page and a Facebook page and that kind of stuff. But LinkedIn, we use probably more than anything. And then purpleguys.com has absolutely everything. Wonderful. We'll put uh, where to find the purple guys in our show notes as always. Thanks again for tuning in today's episode. A big thank you, John, for being on the podcast. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for tuning into the daily grind this week. You can subscribe wherever you get your podcast. 
If you want to follow us on Twitter or Instagram, we are at Daily Grind Pod. Please also remember to visit our website, www.kjfwi.org, and shop our merch. Well, until next time, my name is Kelly Johnson. Have a great day. Well, have a great rest of your day. Thanks. You too, John. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. This episode was produced by the Kelly Johnson Foundation with music composed by Connor Christian. <laughs>